1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. <laughs> Welcome to the Andrea K Show. We on the other side of Hump Day. It is Friday Eve. I cannot tell you how glad I am that it is Friday Eve. Even in this beautiful city of San Diego that we live in, I it's am Friday ready. Junior. It's Friday Junior. That's right. Hey, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me. And y'all know that voice. It's my partner in crime, DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. Hello. Hello. And I threw up a uh, maple bar donut on your behalf tonight, young man. Throwback to the, it's Throwback Thursday. That's a throwback to the old DJ Maple Bar days. Hope you eat it all before. Don't leave any around for me. It's already gone. Oh, thank I you. Already ate thank it. You I very posted much. the pit. You don't see it on the on the in the studio, do you? It's gone, baby. I needed the sugar because I've been you're up hiding since, it from me. I've been up since the crack of dawn at five a.m. Not that I'm complaining here. Hey, thanks for joining me as always. If you want to be a part of the show. Keep the uh, conversation rolling on Facebook Live. I'd love to see you out there. Hi, Susan. Hi, Don. Gregory. Um, Don Tapper. All my usual Facebook friends out there. Love you all. If you want to call in, the number is 888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. I'm continuing the conversation. On Last night, we were pondering the question of... Um, should the media be given this person's name uh, out? And it's been all day long because, you know, in doing so, we give these these um, uh, evil, I don't even can't even think of a word to use for the bad actors. We give them notoriety, which is a, in large part of, of what some of them c- crave, as well as it fosters copycats. And we actually have had two days in a row now in San Diego. We've had schools that have had to be on lockdown. And that's also happened across the country. Uh, I also posed the question out there last night, what is really at the heart of this? Because as I was talking to my friend Rod Hatley, who's here in the show tonight, but before the show, um, and, I, and I've been talking about it on Facebook, uh, just like I said last night, you know, I, when I was in high school, kids, half the boys who drove up to the school with a truck and a gun rack in the back, and then they took switchblades to school with them or, you know, Swiss Army knives. I mean, nobody got shot. And so the issue is not we, – we don't have any more guns in society now than we did before. Uh, you know, guns really are not – they can't be the issue. So what is the problem? What What is the area of our culture? It's got to be a cultural issue. Right now, everybody is hand-wringing, gnaw-boning over how we can solve this problem. But as I said on Facebook, you can't solve a problem if you can't correctly identify it. Mm-hmm. And the, the, what we need to do is instead of rush to judgment out of emotions while everybody's hearts are breaking, we need to step back try to take the emotions out of it in mm-hmm. order to properly identify it so that we can solve it. Every time something, there's this meme going around on Facebook with shooting happens, then this, then that, like it's the same cycle over and over again. That meme is really a push for gun control. There, That is where they're wrong. Where they're right is that what happens is every time we have a mass shooting, there's the push for gun control. We Sometimes have more gun laws on the books and sometimes we don't. And then it ends up happening again because we're not solving the problem. If gun control laws were the answer, Chicago would be a safe place to live. If gun control laws were the answer, San Bernardino wouldn't have happened because they took, they subverted and went around the gun laws in San Bernardino. If, you know, there is, as, as Trey Gowdy said today, nobody can put forth 
one gun law or additional gun law that would have prevented this from happening. What we need to do is, as I said before, and what we desperately need our law enforcement and our local authorities to do when these things happen is we need them to take the emotion out of it. I should never see what I saw today, which was local authorities, including a sheriff and law enforcement, literally using the words assumptions and then pushing solutions based on assumptions. Maybe I'm a little old school here, but I kind of prefer when there's a press conference from local authorities, particularly law enforcement, that they take the approach of investigations on the facts and they report the facts and they let the facts lead them to the cause of the crime before we then have bodies outside of law enforcement then determine whether or not legislation is a solution because that's never law enforcement's response. Responsibility, mm-hmm. And it is disturbing to me that we have any law enforcement body that's involved in coming forth and saying, using the words like, it's my assumption. And that could be why, and this whole press conference today with the politicizing that went on today could be because people now are looking at the investigative authorities in Florida and saying, do we yet again have a situation to where red flags were well known by the authorities and they could have done something and they didn't. So it's very convenient for them to come to the microphones now and try to act as though, hey, it on me, it ain't on me. We've got a mental illness issue in, in America and we must have mental illness control before this kid has even been interrogated or interviewed or psychologically evaluated. Hmm. That should not be happening in this country. We now know that he was, uh, that he, there He was well known in the community. Not only was he reported to local law enforcement and the FBI was told that he was on social media talking about how he wanted to be known as the school shooter. He was reported to local authorities by his own mother. And yet they did nothing. And the super school superintendent is coming out today and blatantly pushing for gun control. You know what? I really tried to keep any politics out of it. But if they're going to politicize it, and I was kind about that school superintendent last night, but you know who's also responsible? The school superintendent who told all the staff, hey, this kid can't be allowed back on the grounds with a backpack. Well, if you, why wouldn't he be allowed with a backpack? Because you think he might have a gun? Well, what did the school superintendent do to then secure the school to keep the kid from coming there? He didn't do anything. He didn't provide any additional security in any way to keep the kid off the school. None whatsoever. So I think a lot of that politicizing today with these local authorities was about CYA. And let's talk about the FBI because this isn't the first time that local authorities, the, the Florida Sheriff's Department and the FBI were notified of somebody in Florida who had been who um, was obviously somebody that was making threats and need to be concerned about. And it was Omar Mateen. Remember him from the Pulse nightclub? They, he was reported to authorities. They investigated him and actually came back. Let me see if I can find the quote here. Came back and said, uh, we do not believe he is a terrorist. Quote, I don't believe he will go postal or anything like that. How many people did he kill in the Pulse nightclub? And then what did the local authorities do in response to the Pulse nightclub at the press conference? They brought the Council of American Islamic Relations to the press conference to politicize it and to start covering their tracks. As to what the and then they wouldn't even release the 911 calls, which showed motive. So there's a lot of very valid reasons why the American people have lost confidence in our law enforcement, particularly the FBI. And just like I talked to John Cardillo last night about it, you know, it with the FBI, uh, 
he, he was talking about political correctness taking, taking hold and a huge part of the problem here. Well, that also involves political correctness within our law enforcement and our intelligence communities because back at the time when they investigated Omar Mateen in Florida – before they trotted out care at the press conference, Robert Mueller, who's now ahead of the special investigate special counsel investigating uh, President Trump, actually removed anything related to radical Islam and Islamic terrorism and anything related to Sharia from their ability to investigate and part of the FBI. So how much did political correctness play there? How much did political correctness play in this kid and why the authorities didn't do anything about it? Now, disclaimer, as I asked John Cardillo last night, I am not that familiar with the laws on the books, and I didn't really get a straight answer from him because I asked him, I said, look, what legally can the law enforcement do? Because here's where I'm going to maybe give them an out. Maybe they can't do anything. Maybe it's like a stalker situation to where if a woman says, calls the authorities, this man's threatening me, uh, and uh, the law law enforcement says, well, we can't do anything until he takes action. Mm. Well, you can at least get a restraining order if somebody makes a threat. There are supposed to be things that law enforcement will do, like go and talk to. You know, you can you can place a call to the police department and say, my husband's threatening me, and they will come to the house and they will investigate. Did they at least go and investigate this kid? Maybe they couldn't arrest him. But I, everybody right now, instead of rushing to, and I've got Megan Barth who's going to be here, and we're going we're gonna to talk about the latest attempt to control the American citizens as a result in an attempt, blatant attempt, in my opinion, to exploit the situation. Um, but before we rush into any solutions, whether it involves guns or anything else, we got to take a step back and we got to look at the real cause of it and then look at the solutions. And we also have to start holding our law enforcement accountable for when they drop the ball. Because one of the things that concerns me is hearing how hearing people say that it was the school teachers who dropped the ball because if this kid was a known threat, the school teacher should have done something to get well how what, how is a school teacher who's in the classroom teaching math supposed to keep this kid out? That's absurd to me. That doesn't even make sense. Um before I go to break, I've been talking on, on a rant for a long time. Rod, is there anything that you you know that you want to add to this discussion no i i think as we were talking uh before we went on uh this evening uh you know i don't know enough about it to be able to speak intelligently i'm i'm certainly uh flabbergasted that we've had 17 children and i think this is more severe or this was a greater loss of life than we saw with columbine Mm -hmm. back in 1999 april of that year so you know, I, I I think I would agree with you. We ought to we ought to understand what happened here. Yes. And once we understand, you know, what the facts are. Yes. Then I think we then need to ask ourselves, well, what could be done that would prevent this from recurring? Once we have that figured out, then I think it would make sense to yes. uh, come up with solutions. Right. Um, and you know, and some things just happen. I mean, there's a certain randomness to life. That you know things happen, and you right. you can't you have no way to pr- predict them and control them if they do happen. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's an excellent point as as we go to break because you also one of the things that and I get like I hear that school teacher night her heart breaking you know um, uh, for the two school children that, that she lost. Sure. Um, but but immediately she's blaming Trump. Well, I don't like Trump because he he believes that you have the right to bear arms. Well, that's in the U.S. Constitution. But it it made me feel I could feel her pain, mm-hmm, and I sure. had such empathy for her, and 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 I thought, you know what? I get why when your heart's breaking, you just want somebody to do something. Sure. But we also can't be under any kind of 
fallacy or delusion that we can legislate away evil. Because evil exists in the world. Yeah. And you're right. There is a randomness. I can't predict if I'm going to die in a plane crash or if somebody's not going to come in here because I'm a loudmouth conservative and shoot me in the head. <laughs> and well, you know what? <laughs> we hope not. <laughs> DJ, Carrot, DJ Carrot Sticks is giving me the signal. we got to go to break. Stay tuned because we you got to stay tuned for Megan Barth. She's going to uh, discuss with me the latest attempts to exploit the situation for control. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Are you a small business owner in need of cash to fund payroll, to buy new equipment, or to expand your business? Has your local bank turned you down? Have you been told no when you really, really need to hear yes? Get cash to run your business right now. Call Strategic Funding and get a yes today. 800-210-6998. If you've been in business for at least a year, have annual revenue of at least $150,000 and minimum credit score of 550, we can provide you with up to $500,000. Our unique financing service can get you the cash you need with very flexible payment plans, personalized to fit your specific situation. Growing your business just got a lot easier with approval in as little as one day. Stop worrying and call Strategic Funding today for a no-obligation consultation. 800-210-6998. AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Before the break, I was talking about somebody maybe coming in and shooting me. And you know what it reminded me of? Dude, who used to watch Hawaii Five-0? That, it, 
Well, it was big in reruns when I was in college, and every frat fraternity um, that party that we went to, they played you know Hawaii Five O theme song. I mean, it was like huge. It wow. was like huge. So I was just thinking about the. There was an episode where a radio person was was murdered, and it was just you know. Oh no! It was McGarrett at his finest. Oh wow! Yeah, and Dano. Welcome, <laughs> Dano. Yeah, do you watch the uh, the new version? I, I have seen it, it's and good. actually, uh, they good. have uh, the guy that plays Mc, uh, uh, McGarrett. McGarrett. He's on top of the old hotel where um, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, where McGarrett, Jack Lord. Yes, where he stood out on the balcony. Yeah, exactly right. I thought that was a really nice nod That's to the cool. original. Yeah. That's cool. Well, joining me now, speaking of cool, joining me now is none other than Reagan Babe herself, Megan Barth. Hey, Megan, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Thank you so much. Always good to talk to you. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to have you on because, you know, uh, this is just – I know that you um, – your head is probably pounding like mine is any time that we have a tragedy like this and the left immediately jumps in to exploit it. And um, now not only are they trying to exploit it with um, gun control, even though there's absolutely – as everybody would tell you, including the left, would even admit right now today that there's absolutely no evidence that any additional gun law would have prevented this. Now it's all about hashtag mental illness control now. Oh, well, that's a new one. I didn't realize that hashtag was going around because uh, originally uh, what the left started to do is not only exploiting this tragedy and fundraising off this tragedy Ooh, uh, with, that. of course, well, of course, you know, this is a this is a political opportunity for the left. As Rahm Emanuel said, never let a crisis go to waste. Uh, we had Tom Steyer, who's a uh, radical uh, northern Californian who is funding the impeach Trump movement, who also is funding the next gen movement. And this next gen movement is uh, targeting millennials. Uh, their Twitter feed today was grotesque. It was defamatory. It was libel. And what they were saying is that white supremacism now is, you know, because it's condoned by this administration, you know, we are going to see a lot more violence like this, you wow. know. And, and the Anti-Defamation League, which is a liberal group, uh, basically put out a rumor that this kid, although he seems to be Hispanic, his name is Cruz, and I don't know if he's a white Hispanic, like the left likes to call them, uh, has, has somehow found a white nationalist group. Well, that was just debunked because the local law enforcement, according to an update on Drudge, said there are absolutely no ties to a white nationalist group. So this shows you how the left mm-hmm. will use these events to smear defame, libel, and, and quite frankly, dangerously uh, target the Republican Party. Because I didn't see this outrage from the left about gun control when one of their own named James Hodgkinson went on a baseball field in Virginia mm-hmm. and tried to assassinate two dozen Republicans. No, at the time, it was not gun control we needed. It was toning down the rhetoric. Right. You know, we're both, both parties are guilty of this uh-huh. violent rhetoric. We must tone it down. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, now they're, they're back to, you know, a week later and now they're back to calling us white nationalists, supremacists and Nazis. In spite of the fact that he was a registered Democrat, which most of them are in these mass shooting situations when they're adults. And I'm glad you also pointed out the fact that it's anything that they can do, uh, not just pushing for different control measures, but also to try to blame Republicans. I don't know if you remember when the Aurora shooting, uh, the Aurora shooting, they immediately came out and said that he was a member of the Tea Party, which he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Boston, uh, because there were pressure 
pressure cookers, well, it must be conservatives and Republicans, and probably they're from the South because that's who uses the pressure cookers when we're making our short ribs, right? And, you know, it's, it's always a, a rush for that. And, you know, um, I actually, yesterday there was the thing, theory going around that he was a member of Antifa and there was a picture about that. Um, you know, but even if they, even if they were able to, to prove that he was a white nationalist, he was still a Democrat. And that's really the history of the Democrat Party anyway. Well, right. And if you recall the Gabby Giffords shooting, uh, that was blamed on a Tea Party activist that uh, was upset over the health care bill. I think actually Cuomo made that statement. Uh, And so, you know, it goes on and on that they'll use these tragedies for their own political fundraising methods and their own political opportunities to engage in the politics of personal destruction in order to destroy uh, the, the Republican Party, in order to destroy the NRA, and in order to destroy our Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid was obviously emotionally disturbed. Uh, the school knew about it to a point where they considered him violent. They expelled him from school. He could not carry a backpack because they had found bullets in his backpack in one of these uh, altercations. So did the school alert the Broward Police County, uh, the, excuse me, the Broward County Police Department? I don't know that they did, but I know that the FBI was alerted to someone with the same name as his, wrote that he wanted to become a, a famous school shooter or something to that. And again, the FBI takes the lead and drops it, right. uh, much like they did in San Bernardino, much like they did in the Pulse nightclub shooting, much like they did in many other shootings that we've had where the FBI actually had the suspects in their crosshairs mm-hmm. uh, and did nothing about it. Absolutely. Yeah, I had actually heard reported on on. Uh, earlier today from a, from a local broadcast here uh, that he, he was reported to local authorities and it was by his mother twice. And right. they, did, they didn't do anything about it. But it, but I, it, to piggyback on what you were talking about, the, the push to claim that he was a white supremacist and say that it's about hate, you know, w- w- hate is a factor here. You cannot have a situation to where we have Black Lives Matter being encouraged to destroy property in Baltimore, being encouraged to chant in the street, pigs in a blanket, frying like bacon. You can't have you can't have situations like in Charlottesville to where you have two groups being violent against each other, but Antifa is is justified. Where you have in this country where it is considered justifiable to physically attack somebody because of their political opinion. We now have and they have successfully indoctrinated college kids that the majority of which think that it is acceptable to physically attack somebody because you don't like their political opinion. So one of the areas that they never want to look at anytime something like this happens is the cultural impact of this, that you cannot continue to celebrate people like Jay-Z and Eminem and Antifa and BLM and then act surprised and teach in school that that kind of stuff is okay and then act surprised when something like this happens especially when all of those outlets and all of that hate is directed against one side, correct? Right. No, you're absolutely right. You know, and, and that is the, the, um, the, the way that the Democrats roll. I mean, let's not forget that Antifa, CNN, I can't remember which correspondent, I think it was Cuomo again, uh, said that uh, Antifa was like our boys in Normandy that stormed the beach. And it's okay to punch a Nazi because don't you know that every Trump supporter is a Nazi? Uh, And so this type of inflammatory rhetoric is dangerous, but it also desensitizes Mm -hmm. uh, kids to violence. When this type of violence is embraced, whether it's Antifa or left-wing violence or or, or any type of violence at all, if it is embraced uh, and also promoted, it desensitizes this whole generation 
to to violence, whereby political speech now is hate speech, right? Uh, anything that the left disagrees with is hate speech. And that's why I've always said there is no such thing as hate speech. There is something called free speech. You simply can't yell fire in a theater. Mm-hmm. Why can't you yell fire in a theater? Because it's dangerous. Yeah. It's just like calling people Nazis, whereby you're convincing leagues of younger generations to believe that Republicans are Nazis and therefore deserve the punishment. Right. We, uh, just because they don't think like you. Right. And we also, as a culture, have started to devalue life. And there's something very sad about these young people that are, are, are I think uh, that one of the connections is they obviously don't value life. They don't value their own life and they don't value the, the life of other kids. And, and the devaluation of life in general, as well as our, people's own individual lives and the lives of others, has become a cultural problem and, and, and a part of this. And it's a factor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I don't disagree with you there either. But we cannot overlook this kid's mental health. And I think when we look at the shooters, um, we, we always try to look for patterns, right? We try to look for patterns to make sense out of these types of tragedies. We've had plenty of young kids around this age commit senseless acts of violence, usually using a gun. Well, what did all these kids have in common? Broken homes. What else do they have in common? They've all been on psychotropic medication. They've all been diagnosed as what, depressed, or they have ADD. And they've been on, you know, Ritalin since mm-hmm. they were six years old. Um, you know, you see these types of patterns that we have an over-medicated, over-stimulated, uh, a lack of a family unit yeah. uh, in order to keep some of these kids on the straight and narrow. But when you look at all of the common denominators, that's really where we're going to start to find solutions. And it doesn't seem that the Democrats want to find solutions to these problems. They only want to exploit these problems for their political power and benefit. Well, yes. And that's the sad part. It is. And, but that's also what scares me because the push today, how I started the segment, was about the, the push today is mental illness control now. And what scares me about that is, you know, the people that have walked around, you know, the people that want, that want President Trump removed from office because they don't like his tweeting are the very people that think that they should have the right to decide whether or not you and I are mentally fit to own a gun uh, right. and, and to, you know, haul us off and, and have us committed somewhere. And the reality is, according to my friend, and and, and all liberalism is about citizen control. Gun control is about controlling citizens. This new push for mental illness control is about controlling citizens. And that's really scary. And I think that we should be very careful before we go down the road to where we say, okay, automatically the solution here is that we've got too many mentally ill people. So we're going to let the government decide who's who's, uh, mentally fit enough to own a gun. And then the government can decide, and if they can decide whether or not you're mentally fit to own a gun, they can decide whether you're mentally fit to own a home, drive a car, have children. I mean, where does it end? On top of it is that a friend of mine who's a doctor, he's really pushing back hard against this today. His name is Doc Porbin. And he says the truth of the matter is, is most all most uh, mentally ill people are not violent. Most all most violent people are not mentally ill. Uh, He says that it is uh, what this does is very damaging. He says it falsely stigmatizes the mentally ill as violent and it prevents those in need from seeking help. He says it gives the violent sane people a shelter to justify their actions. This kid, according to his attorney, was remorseful. That means he knew right from wrong. That means it's, it's an evil situation here. He doesn't get the shelter of being mentally ill. Uh, he says, worst of all, it detracts from the real problem. He talks. He says that the problem is uh, violent people live in a culture of moral relative, moral relativity, sheltered from consequence. They're the ones who commit mytholo- 
method, methodical, premeditated, and rationally thought out acts of violence mm. from a doctor. Mm. So, well, and there you go. You can't disagree with that. But my whole point is, we have an over-medicated, over-stimulated yes, that is, youth. Yes, we absolutely do. We're putting kids on Ritalin at the age of six. What in the hell is going on? Wow, I didn't know um, that. We have, you know, we have an six. over-prescription of ADD. A hyper kid all of a sudden has ADD. Now everybody's got ADD. Do you know where ADD doesn't exist? It doesn't exist in France. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So we have, you know, it's like we have, we're becoming this pill-popping society whereby right. you just take a pill, you'll feel better. I mean, I used to sling pharmaceuticals in Beverly Hills. You want to talk about an overtime pharmacy? <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, everyone's freaking mentally ill in Beverly Hills. But the problem was you've got a bunch of bored housewives saying, I'm depressed. And then they're yeah. popping Prozac, right? Yeah. So, you know, this is part of the culture and part of the problem is that kids do not know how to function because they've either been overdrugged and desensitized by those yes, drugs yes. or they've been so far removed from reality because their heads are stuck in a video game or a phone and they don't know how to commingle and, and, yeah. and act with other people, right? Yeah. You see this constantly. Yeah. I go to dinner, everyone's heads and the family are buried in the phone. Yeah. Yeah, Rod, you had get oh. your phone, head. You had your head in the phone earlier too. Okay. You pay attention to me now. Okay. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Um, but the left never wants to look at any of this stuff. You know, they want to go to the no. quick, easy, you know, solution that has to do with you know denying us our individual liberties. So um, you have to get to the core of the problem to solve the problem. Gun control does not solve the problem. That's right. All right, Megan Barth. How can people read your stuff? ReaganBabe.com, at ReaganBabe on Twitter, and at ReaganBabe on Facebook. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Anytime, Andrea. I didn't know she slung pills in Beverly Hills. Holy That's mackerel. awesome. Oh, my goodness. See, she's such a hot witch and so brilliant. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick it up on the other side of the break. We're actually going to shift gears because there's some other topics uh, that we got to get to. Who knew that Mike Pence could hit, hit it back hard? I don't know if y'all heard this. Mike Pence showing some backbone. Uh, We're going to talk about that. And guess what the latest tax plan is that's been worked on in secret that they're trying to slip under the door. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Nestled in the heart of Rancho Santa Fe, just a few miles from the Pacific Ocean and easily accessible from both the 5 and 15 freeways, Horizon Prep has been offering a private Christian education in the classical tradition for nearly two decades. Beginning with our award-winning preschool and continuing through our nationally recognized high school, Horizon Prep has recaptured the educational principles that have shaped Western civilization and produced some of the world's most influential thinkers. If you would like to come and see our beautiful 30-acre campus and experience how a Christ-centered classical education prepares students to perform at levels far exceeding national standards, plan to attend an upcoming admissions open house or schedule a tour today and discover for yourself what makes Horizon Prep the premier choice for private education in San Diego. Start your journey at horizonprep.org. That's horizonprep.org. Or by phone at 858-756-5599. 858-756-5599. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state 
not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is or are having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first-ever natural-sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686 or Google My Hearing Centers for more information. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying 4.25% for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Talking during the break to my buddy Rod Hatley, estate uh, tax and estate planning attorney. We were talking about how cool and amazing Hawaii Five O was. And uh, LSU just got obsessed with that, you know, back in the day. The reruns of that, they got obsessed with that. And, and uh, It was a great show. It was. 
Um, I can't think of any other shows on reruns that still hold up like that one from from that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got to take a few minutes to go to go to the phones because we do have a caller waiting, and it's Mark. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hello, Andrea. How you doing today? I'm good. Did you ever watch Hawaii Five O? Were you into that show, like Rod? Um, kind of a little bit. Uh, like, not really. Well, I was, I was, I was in the era. Of, I was in the era of Chips and the era of Knight Rider. So I was in the eighties. Right, right. So I missed. Uh, DJ Carrotstick says that was that was his era. That was the Hoff man. De- was that David Hasselhoff? Yeah. The, the Hoff. Yeah, that, was the Hoff. Yep. that was before uh-huh. he made it big in in uh, Europe as a singer, right? Yeah, right. Um, but I doubt you called in to talk about the Hoff. What's on your mind, Mark? Oh, well, what's on my mind is uh, well, this, uh, uh, you know, it, uh, right now the terrorist this uh, shooting that happened was a domestic act of terrorism. I don't care what the liberals call it. I don't care what the liberal press or fake news calls it. It was a it was an act a domestic act of terrorism. Okay, domestic act of okay. terrorism. And I mentioned this to your producer that something was going to happen on Monday when they took my Facebook account down. And sure enough, um, we we uh, we saw we kind of got the sensing that it was going to be a terrorist plot this week because this happened before. I was on the. Uh, Jane, Jane Howell show before coming on here, and I mentioned that there's going to be a narrow terrorist attack before before March of this year, and sure enough, voila, it happened. And I told I told this to your producer this past week. Said something's up because when they take my Facebook down, this is the fourth time. No, sorry, this is the twelfth time they've done this in twelve in ten years of me. 12 wow. times in 10 years. Hmm. They closed me down, shut me down, and I was off of Twitter today, too, as well, for wow. an hour. Also, Trump, Donald Trump, President Trump, Twitter account we got taken down, too, as well. And also, when I post up Vice President Mike Pence with North with South Korea at the, uh, at the, um, uh, 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 the, the opening ceremonies of the Olympic Games, they took that down too as well. And yeah, got to got to leave it there, Mark, because we're running out of time. Thank you so much for calling in. But I'm glad you brought up the social media because you know Facebook and Twitter, they did, and Instagram, they didn't do anything to take down his sites until after he had already been arrested. So you know this is an ongoing problem that we have with social media, to where if if it's anybody conservative, you're like Milo Yiannopoulos and other people, and even President Trump and Sean Hannity. You know those those sites. Friends of mine are getting blocked on Facebook all day long. They're really minimizing exposure of conservatives as. As well, whether uh, particularly on Facebook live feeds, my segments that I do on on uh, One America News, typically those videos get thirty to sixty thousand views. Now they're getting like all of Liz Wheeler's videos are now getting around three thousand. I mean, they've really cut it down, and it's to and it's to control the message. You control the message, and you control minds. That's what it's all about. Um, <clears throat> Speaking of controlling message, if you're going to stick around to the rest of the show, yeah. Rod. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, speaking of, of of messages and Mike Pence. Um, I guess there's ABC is getting quite the backlash over the intolerant and hateful comments that Joy Behar. I'm so embarrassed to say this woman is a sorority sister of mine. Mm, she's a Delta Zeta. We'd have, bla- we'd have blackballed her. We'd have kicked her out if it was present day. We would br- if if she said anything like this present day, we'd haul her before standards and tell her she needs to, she needs to pack her little ditty bag and hit the road. Okay, because on her show. She basically said that Mike Pence, as a Christian, is mentally ill. 
Okay, now see, this is the same woman who got up and walked out when Bill O'Reilly was a guest because he said that those in the Muslim community needed to take a look. This was after another terrorist, speaking of terrorist attack, Mark, uh, another terrorist attack had happened. And, you know, Bill O'Reilly was pointing out that even according to liberal standards, if just 10 percent of the how many billions of Muslims around the world were radicalized, and, you know, fanatical and wanting to kill us, there's a problem there. And she and Whoopi Goldberg, I don't know if y'all remember, they got up and walked out because you can't say anything about, you know, anybody who might want to fly some planes into the Twin Towers and kill Americans. You're not allowed to say that. But she's going to say that our vice president and half the country who are Christians are mentally ill because he has he basically says that he has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and that Jesus speaks to him. And we all know as Christians that that doesn't mean we sit around thinking that we're just hearing the Lord all day long, like he's just like speaking out loud to us. That's what we we refer to that as when we say we hear from him that, you know, it's like our gut instinct. It's like we get that feeling in our gut that we think we know something we need to do. So, but whatever, you know, I, I mean, for her to say that, so uh, was just kind of um, over the top intolerant and it's religious big bigotry and it shouldn't be allowed to stand on ABC. And Mike Pence uh, pointed that out. Um, so hat tip to him uh, for that. I think, you know, I think we're going to go and take a quick break because I don't have time to totally get into this tax thing that's happening with President Trump. I'm going to tell you all about it when we come back from the break. Yeah, we had great news with the tax break and the tax plan. People getting bonuses, $1,000, and now we're people going to have to be giving some of it back? What? What is going on with this latest tax plan? And here to help me figure it all out is my buddy Rod Hatley, tax and estate planning attorney. So don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Recently, we talked on the phone with AM 1170 The Answer family member Sunshine. She took advantage of The Answer's half-price tuition for her preschool son. Sunshine? He's really excited. He went to preschool at this Christian um, school, and he loved it. I want to bring my kids to heaven with me. If I can give them a great education, as well as an education in the Bible, and giving them a Christ point of view of life, then what better investment can I give that? Ah, Sunshine, that is very special. And you know, you could be saying something similar because AM 1170 The Answer is giving you an opportunity to invest in your child or grandchild's education just like Sunshine did. From preschool through high school, get a high-quality private education for half off the regular tuition fee. Go to am1170theanswer.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Then give us a call at 844-800-5757 and lock in your child's place next fall. 844-800-5757. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Men, if your get-up-and-go isn't what it used to be, you may be suffering from low T. This is Michael Horn from What's Cooking Today. Low T hits 40% of men over 45, but many are fighting this battle and winning with the help of Total T Clinic. If you're struggling with weight gain, fatigue, reduced quality of life, or intimate relations, Total T Clinic's medically supervised and personalized therapy could help you. I know. I visited Total T Clinic and got my free consultation and blood test. In 30 minutes, you get the results. And if treatments are needed, you can start the same day. If you have symptoms, just get tested like I did because knowledge is power. There's no pressure and they will educate you. Why wouldn't you want to know? Call Total T Clinic and schedule your free consultation and blood test today. Turn back the clock and start loving life again. Call 858-550-0900. 858-550-0900. The only bed I sleep on is the same one you'll find at some of the world's best prestigious hotels. Hi, Larry Elder here. And after two back surgeries and a shoulder operation, I would ache when I got up until... I got a duck's bed. The deep sleep I get with my duck's bed is extraordinary. For six decades, Everett Stuns has been home of the finest beds, bedding, and bath linens from around the world. And Everett Stuns is the only place in San Diego where you can experience the duck's difference for yourself. It's one of their exclusive lines of adjustable and flat beds that can be custom made to your own specifications, including the Savvy Rest Organic Latex Mattresses and the Reverie Sleep System with Power Base. And this beautiful showpiece is your ultimate destination for deep sleep. Only at Everett Stuns on Girard, next to Harry's Coffee Shop in La Jolla, where one visit is worth thousands of luxurious nights. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I almost... 
didn't come, forgot to come back from the break. I got so engrossed <laughs> in everybody's comments here on Facebook Live. Hey, uh, Doc Sean Porbin, uh, for those of you who heard me uh, read a doctor's uh, quotes earlier on the show about mental health and in illness and mm-hmm. who how vi- who's violent, who's not, that came from none other than Sean Porbin, who is actually on the Facebook chat right now. He's a friend of mine, and he is a doctor. <laughs> a listener has posed a question to you, estate planning and tax attorney Rod Hatley. Sure, he says name the name the code that requires us to pay taxes well, on the, our livelihood it's the internal revenue code yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and i think he's probably uh, there are uh, various people out there who you know believe that it's illegal it's unconstitutional for us to have to pay an income tax but those people usually end up going to jail for tax yes. evasion so yeah it, it you know it's been tested many times uh, in the supreme court has ruled you know they're yeah. You know, it, it's part of the Constitution, and then the Internal Revenue Code says you have to pay taxes. Right. So, you know, if, if so, you're not paying taxes on your income, yeah. you know, probably you need to see our, our buddy Al Arias yeah. to get those, get those returns <laughs> filed so yeah. you don't end up going to jail. Yeah. Um, don't don't make a test case out of yourself to try to prove something that everybody already knows. Exactly. Um, so while we have to pay taxes, yeah. uh, we don't have to like it. No. And we have every right to push back against it when it's crazy. Of course. We had a new tax plan that came out. Everybody was excited about it, put a lot of money in people's pockets in the form of um, less taxes they're having to pay the government as well as bonuses. And now we found out today that in a, a closed-door meeting with Democrats that President Bush uh, – President Bush – uh, President Trump has gave his support – uh, for a 25 cent gas tax hike to pay for his infrastructure. And I think this has got to be one of the worst uh, ideas that I have heard. Right now, we have a recall movement here on a state legislator. He is probably going to be recalled because of an 18 cent tax hike here. Mm. Uh, Californians, and I think I can speak for the rest of the country, that people will go bananas at a midterm election with this for a variety <laughs> of reasons. Mm. Uh, it is absolutely unnecessary. We need to be cutting spending. We need to not be gouging Americans. People are, and, and from a political strategy standpoint, it doesn't even make sense because people are excited right now and it, we don't, if they need to pay for infrastructure then they need to do it some other way i don't know your thoughts on that i mean you're probably looking at it for what you do and thinking well it's only you know it doesn't really affect well it, businesses it, well it does affect people because it hits them in the pocketbook and right. so you know i mean i think you know and i think al arias could certainly speak to this as well as anybody i think americans are taxed you know and i think with the tax laws the way they are, I think people have to work until May. I think Tax yeah. Independence Day is in May. So you'd have to work all the way through May to be able to pay your taxes and then whatever is left over. I mean, starting in May and going forward for the balance of the year, that's what you get to keep. And that's just your federal income tax. Yeah. And then we're getting gouged every, everywhere else. I mean, the average American spends like close to – and this isn't even including those of us in Southern California who drive as much as we do. Oh, sure. Particularly our construction workers and our low-income people that have to live an hour out because they can't afford rents exactly. or mortgages here. It's going to really hurt people. Um, speaking of new tax laws, sure. um, I saw an article and it, t- and it was telling people that with the good news of them changing, uh, with the tax code in terms of wills and how much money you can leave people that sure. it was an article on CNBC and it was urging people to contact their financial planners and their estate planning attorneys because yeah. the new tax code has some changes in it yeah. um, that if you don't go handle your business could end up leaving a lot more money to your children than you really Wanted as opposed to your spouse. Speak yeah. to that. Yeah, I mean, 
anytime, and I always tell clients, anytime there's a major change in your life, you know, maybe you've had the birth of a child or a grandchild or the loss of a loved one, or as we just saw in late December, we have a new tax act, that's a major change. That's when your plan ought to be updated to take advantage of uh, the new tax law and tax uh, uh, estate plans that were done, I mean, even last year, potentially yeah. could, you know, stand to be updated because depending on how they were written, uh, you may end up giving more to your children than to your surviving spouse. And so that deserves to be reviewed by either the attorney that you worked with or if you're no longer working with that person for whatever reason, they've either retired or died or maybe this just not it wasn't a good relationship. Right. I always encourage people, have your plan reviewed by, uh, by some uh, by a, yeah. a competent professional uh, state planning attorney to make sure that your plan still works in light of the new tax law. Yeah. Um, I had no idea, actually. This article says that uh, reevaluating your estate plan, if it isn't, wasn't on the front burner before, hopefully this will light a fire under you. I, yeah. As this article describes, I didn't know that there were wills that used generic language and that then you got a tax change and then yeah. you could be in a really bad situation or yeah, well, I, end up leaving the majority of your estate to your, fi- your five-year-old twins instead sure. of your spouse. You got, sure. Then you got problems. Yes. And so I think it's valuable anytime we've had a major change, you know, have it reviewed, have it, make sure that it's still working for you. And I try to be as specific when I work with my clients, you know, to provide for the surviving spouse. And then certainly after that spouse has passed on, then leave whatever we're going to leave to the family, whether children or grandchildren or whomever, leave it in a way that works for my clients so that they get it in a way that they can't lose it if they get sued for divorce or they get sued by a creditor or something like that. So, um, but yeah, just, you have to have this stuff reviewed. I mean, you can't sign something one time that will take care of everything for all time. It has to be reviewed. It has to be maintained. And at the outside, every five years, I would love to see my clients come back every two to three years if they'll come back. But sometimes, you know, and they get busy. They're living right. their lives, working, making a living, taking care of their families. Mm-hmm. So, but at a minimum, every five years, yeah. a, you know, let's let's have them come back here and let's review what we've got in place and does it still work for you? Yeah, and this is so important because you know, uh, every time there's a tragedy, I'm always it, of it's a, it's a, it's one of the lessons we need to learn is that um, to to be proactive, yeah, we, yeah, and to make sure that you've got plans in place to take care of your loved ones, to take care of yourself sure. if you become incapacitated. That involves living wills. Yeah. To where you've got instructions that you that you know in place for people yeah. to know what to do if you become incapacitated, as right. well as if you need m- for medical decisions. Absolutely, these aren't fun topics, but, but you know important. We have it's to, we so have to important. It. Yeah. yeah, and so that's why I'm I'm so grateful to have you come on what I call my, my news you can use sure. segment because it's 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 a real passion of mine that I have actually to be able to bring content to people that's something that they can actually take with them and some and do something to either solve a problem or prevent a problem in their lives. Bingo. Well said. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, very simple. Uh, 858-792-3444. 858-792-3444. Love to hear from you, and my comp- my consultations are always complimentary. Very good. All right. Now, in the time we have left, it is time for the EMAK segment, which is the email AK, email Andrea K segment. <laughs> 
Um, Because I'm starting to get a lot of emails, which I love. I love that everybody's, you know, uh, chatty on Facebook and Twitter. um, But I'm starting to get a lot of emails. I read one recently about Trey Gowdy uh, to where someone uh, heard me uh, criticizing Trey Gowdy and was kind of confused by it. And then I read his letter on air and he actually heard me read his letter on air. And this is what he said in response. Hi, Andrea. Really appreciate your answering my email requesting your thoughts on Trey Gowdy. I'll never do that again, he says. LOL. You learned him. Yes. When you stated he should go, uh, I started paying a little bit more attention and sure enough was shocked and disappointed last weekend when he said he still thought the investigation should continue. You nailed it and expressed it perfectly with your first guest on Tuesday's show. He says, I was laughing though when he too said that he also likes Trey Gowdy. I don't remember who that was. Anyway, he says, while I do think Trey Gowdy's hands are somewhat tied and he's still basically, he is still basically on our side, I will pay more attention to results. Very good. He says, thanks again for taking the time to explain it in your email and for ripping me a new one on your show. <laughs> he says, my wife loved it and she's the one who told me a few years ago, you have to hear this tra- uh, guy, Trey Gowdy. That's the last time I listened to her. All kidding aside, <laughs> he says, you do a great show and we are now regular listeners. Sincerely, Tim and Mary O'Neill. Love you, Tim and Mary O'Neill. Love everybody tonight for listening. DJ Carrot Sticks, my callers, as well as Rod Hatley. Thank you all for being here. I'll be right back here tomorrow night. The Andrea K. Show is sponsored by Andrea K.